1: 101.7 FM, 710 Kiel, Mike and McCarty. And we're joined by Richard Llewellyn from the Weather Channel. Uh, everybody around town wants to know, Richard, tomorrow how bad. It's now up to like 100% chance of rain. How bad is it really looking?
2: It's going to be a wet day tomorrow. There's no doubt about that. Uh looks like uh, pretty much uh, rain will probably kick in uh, shortly after midnight tonight. And we will go... Uh, all night probably uh, most of the day tomorrow with rain and thunderstorms Uh, looks like uh, the uh, greatest chance of rain is probably going to be from about 6 a.m. through at least lunchtime the numbers try to come down a little bit as we move through the afternoon hours but still 40 to 50 percent chance of rain during the afternoon hours tomorrow and the storms will linger all the way up to about uh, 10 11 o'clock Saturday night we should get a break Overnight, Saturday night, and into Sunday, uh, there may be a few showers Sunday afternoon as we get a little bit of residual moisture that comes in as that low pressure goes by. But it's looking like the, the, the big day for rain is definitely going to be Saturday for sure.
3: Well, the good news is it looks like there will be enough rain to wash away all that silly string, right?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I always got to You always got to look at the bright side, you well, know? What? And, yeah. And, that's, that's Richard,
1: Richard, the, the concern yeah. is, again, we talked to you yesterday, I believe, um, heavy thunderstorms with regard to lightning, putting people at risk. Is this that kind of storm or not? Uh,
2: probably not. Uh, there may be a couple of claps of thunder in there in the late evening hours tomorrow evening, but it doesn't look like it's going to be probably during the day on Saturday Uh, there is a chance that we could see a rumble of thunder in there uh, during the evening hours on uh, Saturday night. Probably timing out that is probably going to be between 6 and 9 p.m. when we could see a stronger storm or two try to work in. But at this point, lightning doesn't look to be a concern. This is just going to be a a washer of a rain event for us uh, as we look ahead to Saturday for sure.
3: Richard Llewellyn with the weather channel. We know, okay, tomorrow's wet. But look, I'm looking at the extended forecast, and on through February, are, are we not really going to get any more below-sub-freezing temperatures or any more real cold? It looks pretty mild. It,
2: it does look mild, but I don't think we're done with the cold. There are some indications in the long-range models out past Valentine's Day, out toward the middle part of the month, uh, where much of the eastern half of the country tries to go back into the cold one more time, um, you know, probably for the latter half of the month of February. Um, you know, some of the modeling, uh, you know, the American models are pretty bullish about that occurring, the European not as much. But I think as we get closer to the event, I think next week we'll get a better handle on exactly if, if the... Cold is going to make it all the way to the Arklatex. So at this point, it looks like we're going to get uh, stay warm, maybe a little bit uh, above the averages here, right on through at least the middle part of next, uh, of the month coming up, uh, the way things are looking right now. And, of course, we're just going to get system after system as we're pretty much in the southern storm track right now where everything from the west coast moves across Texas through the, uh, through the mid-south and out off the east coast And that just kind of puts us square in the uh, crosshairs in getting rain every three or four days with these uh, coastal systems that are going to continue to work into the West Coast and bring us good chances of rain. Well, that was going to
3: be my next question. It looks like we've got rain throughout February. Are we looking at above average rainfall amounts?
2: Yeah, it's looking looking that way right now. I mean, I was looking at, uh, uh, you know, what was our wettest February here in Shreveport. Then 2018 is the top of the list right now. 9.21 9.21 inches it was the number for that particular year it's not looking like it's going to be that big of an event at least at this point but it looks like it's probably going to be a pretty wet month the way things are looking we get a break in the action early next week looks like probably about thursday we'll get another storm system that's going to work in here bring us another round of rain that's going to take us through next weekend uh with more rain in the forecast. So. You know, I know that the Mardi Gras festivities continue in the next weekend as well. It looks pretty much the same story, wet and unsettled with showers in the forecast. And then it looks like we get a little bit of break around Valentine's Day that takes us on out through the middle part of the month. The question is, is what are those temperatures going to look like at mid-month? Are we going to continue to stay above average? or are we going to see uh, another chance to get into the cold one more time?
1: Richard Llewellyn with the Weather Channel. Let me ask you this. For folks that are going to the parade, that are riding in the parade, for the emergency crews working the parade, can you give me your best guess? uh, The parade roll, the big parade rolls um, at 2.45 tomorrow afternoon. Is it going to be a driving rain? Is it going to be a steady rain? Is it going to be intermittent? What would your best guess be?
2: The classification that we're giving it right now for that particular time is showers. So there will be light rain and showers you know, from about 2 p.m. right on up uh, through about, oh, let's say 5 p.m. It gets a little bit more heavier as we get on out towards 6 o'clock in the evening. I think that's one of our better chances of seeing a rumble of thunder come into the forecast. But right now, it looks like light to moderate showers, a little bit of an east-southeast wind around 10 miles per hour, so the rains are going to be blowing around a little bit. It's just going to be a miserable day. Temperatures, as we look at the profile for temperatures, it looks like 58, 59 degrees during the parade time tomorrow. So you know, um, keep a, you know, just keep something warm handy. You know, a rain poncho is going to definitely be something to have, and lots of umbrellas. You know, I think that's going to be the trend for tomorrow for sure.
1: What about eleven in the morning for our African American History Parade? That's when it looks even worse, right?
2: Yeah, it does look pretty worse. We're calling for just a steady soaking rain around 11 a.m. tomorrow and those temperatures at around 56 degrees tomorrow. So, you know, I would pretty much, you know, it looks the rains look a little bit lighter for the afternoon parade. But for that particular event, it's looking like it's probably going to be a pretty good soaker out there for the parade uh, at that earlier time tomorrow.
1: Oh, bringing bad news. There you go, Richard. Is this
3: what's is this uh, uh, what's caused by the El Nino? Is are we under an El Nino?
2: Yes, we are still under El Nino. The Climate Prediction Center did put out a, a statement yesterday that talked about that the El Nino is probably going to continue into the spring, but uh, there are signs that we're probably going to come out of the El Nino phase into a neutral phase as we uh, get into the spring. So. A couple of more months of this type of particular weather, we stay kind of wet and unsettled. But I think as we roll into spring, uh, we're going to start to see the weather patterns start to shift where the rain or the storm tracks are further to the north. And that's what you would kind of expect as we get on into the spring. Everything starts lifting further to the north and it gets a little bit more active in the central U.S. So, you know, I think once we uh, get through the next month or two, we're going to start to see some gradual improvement in how how much rain that we get, you know, this is normally our wet time of the year anyway, you know, I think that we're going to start to see some drier times ahead as we get further along into the spring.
3: I don't know if you real quick in the last 30 seconds, are we looking at a a, a a miserable summer, a long, hot summer?
2: You know, right now, I think the best advice on that is to stay tuned. We're still kind of trying to pin down exactly what type of phase we're going to be in, whether we go into a full Nina or we stay in a neutral phase. Right now, I think the best advice is to stay tuned about that.
3: Richard Llewellyn with the Weather Channel. Thank you, sir. Have a great weekend. You too. Stay dry. Mm -hmm. We're going to try. Uh, Speaker of the House, Mike Johnson, going to be joining us, talking about his 100th day as speaker. That's coming up around 7.50. Mike and McCarty, 1017 FM, 710 Kiel. Fletch with sports next. Stories
0: of the day with Mike and McCarthy on 1017 FM and 710 Kiel.
3: So last night we had uh, we had rehearsal. We're doing Barefoot in the Park mm-hmm. in the Hook Center. It'll be in March. So I had rehearsal. I got out about 7.30, I guess,
1: mm-hmm.
3: went out the back, and I was, I was on the bike because I hadn't been able to ride my bike, seemed like, in months. Sure. Um, and the parking lot behind First Methodist, at the, between the, uh, the church and the municipal, was full.
1: Oh, And gosh, people yeah.
3: all milling. I was like, something's going on at municipal. Hmm. And I felt like an idiot. I didn't know what what was going on. Usually, I think I'm pretty pretty in tune with what's happening.
1: What was it?
3: So I, <laughs> I got on the bike and you know I had my jacket and and, uh, and when it's cool I wear a full faced helmet. So I thought, and there were some ladies walking up on the sidewalk. I I don't want to scare them. Right. You know. So I kind of approached carefully, and I said, Hey, what's going on at the? At, you know, what what's the show tonight? Clint Black. At the municipal last night.
1: I saw he was in town. I didn't know where. Okay. I thought it was one of the casinos. That's where I really did. Right. That's cool. I hope he had a good show.
3: I I did see uh, somebody posted on Facebook a picture from the show. Man, Clint Black still packing the house, looks like.
1: Oh, wow. That's That's good.
3: Yeah, that was fun.
1: That's really exciting.
3: So I kind of rode by and. There was a line out front. Like I said, well, oh, that's cool. of course nice. they, you know, they have the metal detectors and, and sure. go through. But yeah, but uh, still, so, you know, that was uh, that was pretty cool. Favorite concert? I, do you you know? Being in radio. I remember not liking to pay for concerts. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. in radio. I should get free tickets.
1: Nice, a nice Benny of the the business, no doubt about right. it. I have a few. Uh, uh, Tina Turner at the Hirsch. Was pretty exceptional. Prince at the what was the CenturyLink, now the Brookshire Grocery Arena, was a pretty good show. Well, yeah. Uh, Paul McCartney, incredible show. Um, the legend
3: has it that um, ZZ Top would come here every year before they started any of their tours... Mm-hmm. And they would set up and rehearse their tour. Now, and somebody correct me if I'm wrong because I, I haven't been for. <laughs> but because the acoustics at the Hirsch are so notorious. Okay. That if they could make it sound good in the Hirsch,
1: they could play any venue in the country. Is that true, Ruben? So Reuben, that was I've
3: heard something like that. Yeah. Okay. I, okay. And when I was PA announcer at the Captains, sometimes they'd come up into the the press bo- up oh, into yeah. the uh, the skybox area, mm-hmm. and so it was pretty cool. I like, Oh my wow. gosh! ZZ G. G. Top sitting three, you know, six feet in front of us here, watching you, the Shreveport Captains. You can't miss them. Yeah. <laughs> G. No G. kidding. G. It's G. Top, not like G. G. they can walk through. <laughs> yeah um but uh but I remember a, a great sounding concert at the Hirsch was Stevie Wonder
1: ah okay I didn't and, see that one
3: and he had they had speakers all around the top of the Hirsch and they made it work it was it was fantastic of course it's Stevie Wonder too for crying yeah, out loud. That's true.
1: That's true. You know,
3: every song you're just like,
1: oh, love this yeah. one. Yeah, yeah.
3: But it, it was one of the best sounding. If you were to ask me, like my favorite, I'm glad I got to see the Eagles.
1: Eagles was awesome
3: at the at the then CenturyLink Berkshire yes. Grocery Arena. Mm-hmm. Ended up being their last public concert
1: before Glenn Fry's death. Yes, yeah. absolutely.
3: In Bossier City, Louisiana. Crazy.
1: Now, if I were to pick worst, when you say Hirsch,
3: I to, I worst
1: know. is easy for me. Um, it was uh, Hank Jr. at the um, at the Hirsch. Probably Substances so of... Bad. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, it was so bad. Okay. Yours? My worst. I know what you're going to say. Bob, Bob Dylan. Dylan, yeah.
3: Bob Dylan at Municipal.
1: Everybody It was, that. It was
3: the worst concert I've ever seen. I, well, you couldn't see it because there were, they had no floods um. on the front of the stage. The only lighting was the box lighting coming up from from the the platform on the stage,
1: you think that's how he wanted it?
3: That, obviously, that's how he wanted it.
1: Yeah, he would. Everybody told was
3: to, silhouetted; yeah. you couldn't see anybody. Uh. It took me seven minutes to go, "Oh, that's him on the on the piano there."
4: People huh. have been saying that Bob Dylan is the worst live show for so long
3: was, now. I'm glad i I didn't feel pay like, for those tickets. I feel like he's in on the joke by now. Yeah, you know <laughs> that's what, <I> mean? <laughs> what somebody said. He does it on purpose. Yeah, right? yeah. Like so many people
4: say that he's been like since the seventies. People have been saying that he's terrible. Lies. They
1: have a new Netflix series out. I don't know, not series. I think it's a movie. Maybe it's a series on the uh, We Are the World, okay. the making oh, of that. Right. And if you haven't seen it yet, watch it and look at Bob Dylan. He did not want to be there. You no. could tell. Now there was one of them. Surprisingly, I'm gonna. You're gonna have to message us on the message board if you want the answer. One of the superstars stormed out. One of them from the We are the World stormed out you'll be surprised to it what's the name judging, it.
4: judging by that crowd I'm surprised only one stormed out yeah, I know I know <laughs> and it wasn't right. Bob, it wasn't
1: Bob Dylan right it was interesting I was very shocked what And was, why
3: what was this documentary
1: We are the world you oh it's called we are the world no it's I don't know the name of it it's something about but you Google it it's on Netflix the we are the world making oh, oven, I, I loved
3: in fact I just watched the uh, Muscle Shoals. Documentary again. That's a really good one. Oh my gosh, it's fascinating. Another one is Wrecking Crew. Wrecking Crew and Muscle Shoals. Muscle you can watch them back to back. They're fantastic. Two of the best them. music documentaries ever. And then the one, that did the two part on the Eagles.
4: Yes. Was also uh, a great one. Okay. Very good. I'll I'm not even a big them. Eagles fan, and I love that documentary. Mm.
3: I am, and I did. Yeah. Uh, speaker Mike Johnson joining us here in about 20 minutes. Micah McCarty, 1017FM, 710 KEO.
0: Mike and McCarty on 1017 FM and 710 Kiel.
3: Oh, this is hilarious. We did get a message on the Shreveport security systems message board. I, I uh, and I'm sure I, I'm sure Gary and Bristol knew. You know Clint Black was coming. Oh sure. Uh, I, I I didn't. I had heard about it, but I didn't realize it was last night. As mm-hmm. I was leaving rehearsal last night, uh, I saw the crowd. So I found out. Oh, Clint Black was at the municipal last mm-hmm. night. Um, and so we got to talking about concerts and best concerts, and one of the best at the Municipal that I saw was Diana Ross.
1: Oh yeah, but the <sighs> but the lighting there was off.
3: Lighting was terrible. Oh, it was awful. Um, and, and also my favorite, Allison Krauss, missed
1: it, and I'm so upset about it.
3: Oh, Aaron, that was one of the best concerts I've ever I've ever been to.
1: Mm. Just
3: she's just. Of course, she's known. I mean, she literally has perfect pitch. Yes. Uh, we got another message. He says, Dave says, Mike, I tuned in late. Did you mention Joel at Enoch's Cafe?
1: I did not. I
3: remember that. Joel Sonier. No. he was here. Yeah. He was wow. here a few times. Uh, well, <laughs> we were talking about the worst concert. For me, it was Bob Dylan. Mm-hmm. Again, glad I didn't pay for those tickets. Yeah. <laughs> Uh one of the messages says I heard Bob Dylan recently within the last seven or eight years got arrested walking around his neighborhood because they thought he was a bum.
1: Wow. Wow. That's crazy. That doesn't
3: surprise me. Yeah,
1: I didn't realize Clint Black was here. Speaking of uh Bristol and McCoy, they he told me the other day I was walking out the the door and he goes, "We're doing something a little crazy. Might get us in trouble." And I said, "What?" and he said um, we're giving away tickets i think it's Blake Shelton i'm not sure what show is coming up a big okay. one a big one and
5: who's
3: he uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're so i hope bad. people know i'm kidding and i spent he, many many years in country radio yeah
1: and he said and i said what do you mean he goes we're giving away tickets for tickets and i said what and he goes We're going to give tickets away to the police officer who writes the most tickets for somebody driving 18 wheelers in the construction. (laughs) (laughs) I thought that's great. Nice. (laughs) So that'll, that'll spur folks writing more tickets, I guess. I, you know, I don't know. I, um, I did something stupid yesterday with regard to the I-20. And let me just tell you, this is just another example of how nutty I am getting. I am. I should say I am. I'm not getting. getting nutty. I am nutty. Getting? Um. I'm driving on I-20, and I'm approaching You know the line Common Street exit, and one of those digital billboards is there, and it. Um, there's a, a word misspelled on it.
3: Now, is this a, an advertising billboard or one of the uh, – No,
1: it's a digital highway department billboard. Highway, okay, yeah, it's the right. digital what one, one signs? they changed, and they changed the message. At, okay. you know, as, at, and one of the little words was misspelled on it. And I thought, okay, I can, you know, take a picture of it and blow it up on social media, you know, or, or somebody else will do that. And I thought, no, let's just call the people in charge and say, hey, you got a digital billboard, you know, misspelled. And so that's what I did. But I felt stupid doing I'm like, why am I calling you? To tell you to fix a spelling word, you know. I thought, but I but I had good intentions. I was like, I don't want people blowing y'all up on social media saying they misspelled a word and how stupid is Louise? You know what I mean? Because that was what can would happen. they control
3: those like from the central office or whatever? Can I, they just?
1: Yeah, I think there's somebody that can log in and digitally change them. So I'm sure it's been fixed. But I, you know, are I you going to tell so us what bad. was misspelled? Closed. It was C L O, E S or something they had the they had closed. oh okay so, so nothing
3: fun nothing not, funny not, you know right. it yeah, if
1: it was funny i'd have blowed them up on, <laughs> on social media but right. it, it wasn't anything funny but i, I felt terrible because uh she texted me back you know after I, I i i called first and she texted back i'm in a meeting you know can you text and so i was like i don't i try not to text while i'm driving and so but I, you did I, no i messaged i said one minute And so I I literally pulled over, and she texted me. She listened to my voicemail, so she got it, and she asked if it was, uh, again, if it was one of the permanent boards or if it was one of their – and I said, it's your digital board. And she said, thanks, and I just said, I just feel like an idiot texting you about this or calling you about it because I'm I'm like, in this grand scheme of the problems you have with all the potholes that are out there now that are because of the snow and the ice and all that, yeah, and the construction – some idiot's calling you about a misspelled billboard. I just, I felt that I felt silly about that. Uh, Anyway, we got Mike Johnson coming up in about five or six minutes and
3: I'm so excited. We we haven't been able to talk with him since obviously he became Speaker of the House. I think his life might have changed just a little bit.
1: And it's funny because, you know, I have Mike's number. I don't bother him. Um, Same here. I, I,
3: I intentionally haven't yeah, him.
1: and things have changed. Here's here's how things change. Normally, Ruby would call Mike. Mikey would pick up the phone. Right? Hey, hey, Rube, how you doing? My and and Ruby yeah. say, Hey, Mike, they're ready for you. Okay. Well, now we have. The, <laughs> you got three people to get. You have to get through the person that um arranged the interview. Um, says. My colleague, blah, 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 will be dialing in for the speaker in a few a few minutes early. Please look forward to that. I said, okay. I said, Thanks. Now he's just texted me back. Never mind. It's actually Mike dialing in. So maybe we have my preferential goes, treatment. Mike, I know. I
3: know them. I know them.
1: But, you know, when you get that high up, you have more guys.
3: <laughs> right.
0: You know, you right. have a
1: layer and layer and layer of everybody that you have to get through. And I think... Where do they, where do these guys breed? You know because they're just gatekeepers and they're told, you know, protect the shield. You do everything you have to do to protect Mike Johnson. You make sure Mike knows what they're going to throw at him, who's there, right? You know, who he's talking to, what subject? I mean, because because I had to go through. You know, what are y'all planning to talk about? And what are there anything anything else y'all may throw at him? And I don't have to give them questions. I just have to give them topics, and here's where, kind of where we're going. And they'll suggest topics too. But, man, things have changed in his life oh. so much. And he I believe he's traveling through New York right now. I think he's he's traveling somewhere, so we'll have to ask him about that. Too. I
3: remember years ago, Willie Nelson um you know, obviously, people of that caliber, again, have so many people around them. Mm-hmm. You know, they have their manager. They have their agent. They have their road manager. They've got their tour. You know, you you don't just make a call and get to Willie.
1: Right. Exactly. Now, once you get to
3: Willie, mm-hmm. one of the nicest guys in the world.
1: That's exactly it.
3: He's, I mean, just a, a, just a sweetheart. Mm-hmm. But the, he has some... Or back in the day, he had some really harsh people around him. I will say
1: that's how they get where they are. <laughs> they protect the shield, and then the 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 main guy is the best guy in the world, right? Everybody. Lo- I mean, I have an interaction with Taylor Swift that I will tell you was just divine. Oh,
3: I've heard a lot with my that she's son. She's just a sweetheart, and she's a yes.
1: sweetheart. Now her people, and you know, in setting sure. things up, it's a little bit of a problem. But when you get to Taylor. An amazing human being, and that's why she's been a superstar for, you know, a dozen years. Right. That's how you stay up there. Because well, that's why I'm glad
3: she gave me her direct number, so I don't have to go through all those people.
1: You got the digits that Travis has? Yeah. Wow. I don't
3: text her often because, you know, I don't want to be that guy. What, what is she, 20?
1: Uh, she's 34. <laughs> oh, wow, 34. Who knew? I didn't realize how old she was. Right. And there were some, one of those sports shows was talking yesterday. Her clock's ticking. She better hustle. Oh, like, good oh, Lord. Oh, stop it. Leave her alone. Oh, good Lord. Oh, man. I'm excited. <laughs> Congressman Mike Johnson coming up next.
3: Mike McCarty, 1017FM, 710Keel.com. <laughs> Let's get back to the show
0: with Mike and McCarty on 1017 FM and 710 Kiel.
3: Well, it is an honor to have Congressman Mike Johnson, Speaker of the House on the Jack Spring Electric Newsmaker Hotline. Mike and McCarty, uh, Speaker, good morning, sir.
4: Good to hear you guys' voices morning
3: thank you so much for uh taking time out uh your life has changed just a little bit since we spoke last hasn't it
4: uh it's been pretty surreal guys right now i'm in a motorcade in new york city <laughs> I was in dc last night um it it never ends i mean it's just a, a nonstop, um really surreal experience this is i think the 100th day since i was handed the gavel and in some ways it feels like 10 years
1: <laughs> wow Biggest uh, surprise during those 100 days?
4: Well, I think the biggest initial surprise was the, really the, the full scope of what the Speaker of the House is responsible for. I sort of had a sense of it, but you really can't appreciate it until they hand you that gavel. It just everything changes. And, and it, I went from having, you know, 19 employees that cut you know, all of our work for the Louisiana's 4th Congressional District, our 16 parishes, uh to over 100 just overnight and there's there's five different divisions of the speaker's office i mean you control everything from the actual capital grounds to the you know the the legislative agenda the the fundraising responsibilities i mean all of it you know member management (laughs) right now y'all we have the smallest majority in the history of the united states congress i have a one vote majority Uh. so um, you know, half my day is spent as Speaker of the House and the other half is, I like to joke, as mental health counselor. So I <laughs> sit down with all of my colleagues and friends and I say, how can we help you be a success today to stay on the team? You know, it's 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 um it's a wild ride, but I'm enjoying it.
1: Your one vote majority might change. <laughs> as you well know, the mm. new district lines in Louisiana will probably mean that the Garrett Graves district will probably be a Democrat. Um i know that's a kind of a struggle for garrett who's your friend um that leaves you very i mean you're you're not gonna have a a no
4: win situation yeah well yeah so that that would first of all i i I suspect there will be additional litigation about our lines in louisiana so that may not be finally determined we'll Mm -hmm. all have to see um the courts will sort it out um but uh you know we're going into an election cycle that i'm actually very bullish on i believe we're going to grow our republican majority in the house substantially because we have extraordinary candidates across the country that we're challenging in these democrat-held seats Um, all of our incumbents are running really strong so i think when we start the next congress next january a year from now i think it'll be a very different picture i also think the republicans are we're going to win back control of the senate and I'm convinced that President Trump is going to be reelected president. So it'll be a totally different ballgame a year from now. We just have to get through this valley.
3: Mike, when uh, you and I have known each other for a long time, I watched the vote uh, for you becoming speaker. I watched it live, and I have to be honest: the the longer the vote went on, every time your name was called, I I started tearing up. I my my throat got tight. Um, I was like, this is a God thing this because there have been so much dissension leading up to that i was very disappointed in hakeem jeffries introducing you um i i didn't think that displayed much class but i was very proud uh congratulations i haven't had a chance to tell you that and uh, and we're very proud for you
4: well thanks mike i I appreciate that so much it's this is not a job that i ever aspired to you know um our our dear friend and brother steve scalise of course was the second rate republican in the house he's our majority leader and and i tried really hard when kevin mccarthy got removed to 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 help steve get elected speaker and then Mm -hmm. after him like the guy who's like my mentor in the house jim jordan i mean and then you know that didn't happen and so i sat back and, and tried to get the more senior republican conservatives to the to the post and they just couldn't get it done so It fell to me, you know, so that that opening speech you referenced, I mean, Hakeem Jeffries got up and, you know, he's the Democrat leader in the House and he introduced me and he did the standard thing. You know, the standard thing in Washington Mm -hmm. right now is that both sides just beat each other up all the time, you know, and and I just felt like we needed to do something different. Look, I'm a I'm a lifelong committed conservative. Everybody knows that. But I don't hate anybody on the other side. I want to convince arguments are right. And the best way to do that is to. Is to have thoughtful debate and discussion. I mean, that's what the founding fathers intended for this system, and I'm trying to get back to that. So, you know, we're we're trying to change
3: the. Give it back to him. Also, was was a proud moment.
1: Founding fathers, Mike, also um, gave the state's sovereignty. Texas is having a monster problem right now with illegal immigration. It doesn't seem to be ringing any bells of warning among the Democrats. Where are we on this? This is a problem that Americans want fixed. We've got a, more than half the states now are coming to the aid of Texas.
4: Aaron, it's a catastrophe. There's no other way to say it. I, I was on the phone with Governor Greg Abbott of Texas just two days ago, and I told him, we stand with you. I mean, he is doing his responsibility. The first job of the government is to protect its citizens, and, and the federal government under under Joe Biden is obstructing that. They have intentionally opened the southern border. I, I, my office, and i we documented 64 actions that President Biden has taken since the day he walked into the Oval Office, I mean, literally beginning on the first day, to open the border wide and send out the welcome mat to the entire you know, world. And so now we've got, got—we've since he took office, we've had 7.1 million illegal uh, encounters at the southern border, uh, at least 2 million known gotaways, 350 suspects on the terrorist watch list. We've got fentanyl as the leading cause of death now among Americans aged. 18 to 45 i mean you know the cartels are making billions in human trafficking it's just it's just absolute madness and the president president biden right now could take executive order this morning as we're speaking to reverse that and he will not do it and i think he's going to pay a heavy price in this election so i go for it
3: but there has to be legal action that, that somebody could take for him going against the constitution of the united states
4: well, you're going to see that next week. I mean, we're we're impeaching the Secretary of Homeland Security, Mayorkas. I mean, he is the architect of this thing. He is a willful accomplice. He's Because of that, of course, he's breached the public trust, and he's refused to comply with the existing federal law that Congress has written and passed for many years. I mean, it, it, there hasn't been an impeachment of a cabinet secretary since the late 1880s. But desperate times call for desperate measures. This guy has lied to Congress. He's violated his oath. We have no other recourse but to remove him from office and so that will start and meanwhile you're going to see me continue to just beat the drums and remind the american people that president biden is completely derelict in his duty and i have told him this myself guys they won't by the way, they won't allow me to meet with him in person right now. I've been requesting that for 2 weeks. His staff won't allow me to sit across the table with him. I'm the speaker of the house. I should mm-hmm. be able to sit wow. down with the president.
1: About now that. you were at a They're prayer re- re- you were at a prayer breakfast with him yesterday or day before. You're right next to him, y'all are holding hands. It looks like y'all Is has he lost some of his faculties? Can you really answer that or do you not want to go there?
4: Listen, I, I will I will just say this as charitably as I am able. You know, every, everyone ages differently. I mean, I you know, my father-in-law is eighty-two years old, and he acts like he's sixty. He Works, mm-hmm. you know, twelve-hour days. I mean, he's he's a a healthy guy in Webster Parish. You know, living a great life. But, but, but President Biden is not. He is obviously not on his A-game. He he's he's become feeble and weak and that's how he's seen on the world stage and it's dangerous for our country and that's why our adversaries are being so provocative we have to we as reagan used to remind us we maintain peace through strength and the commander-in-chief has to protect strength on the world stage and when we don't we're all in trouble and that's the problem we have right now
3: just real quick in our last minute we did get a message asking how is steve scalise we know he was going to have a bone marrow transplant how's he doing
4: you know he's he's doing great. I talk to him almost every day. He's always in great spirits. Steve is a fighter. Um, you know he's had a lot of challenges. He he's yes. survived the assassination attempt and all the rest. But he he's healing up well. We expect him to be in February, and I can't wait to see him again. It's it's a, you know it's the first time in history, you guys, that any state has had the top two officers in Congress at the in, in the House at the same time. So the Speaker of the House, Majority Leader, both hail from Louisiana, and that's a really really neat thing.
1: There are still some that are critical of you um marjorie taylor green um are you anticipating that you can weather this storm that's ahead
4: no Mar- marjorie's made a lot of noise she doesn't want ukraine funding and so we're fighting on all those issues and when i left the floor yesterday she came up and gave me a big hug and she said this is going to be your greatest legacy You're holding the line on all this stuff so look everybody has lots of opinions i'm keeping everybody together they, they do what they know is that I'm, I'm the most conservative person that's ever held the gavel as Speaker, and they, they won't get a better one. But they also know that we've got incredibly difficult political headwinds because, again, we have the smallest margin in U.S. history. So we're never going to get 100 percent of what we want under those circumstances. But we are going to govern and, and stand by our core conservative principles, and that's what I do every single day.
3: Congressman Mike Johnson, Speaker of the House, thank you so much for taking time to talk with us. Uh, we're praying for you. Keep doing God's work. Thank you, my friends. Good to talk to you all. Thank you, Mike. Mike McCarty, 101.7 FM, 710 Keel. and one seven FM, 710 KEO, Mike and McCarty. And in studio with the PR director for crew of Centaur, Christina Morris. Uh, Christina, <laughs> the good news is the chance of rain did drop for tomorrow.
5: a whole percent.
3: Uh, it's that's down right. to 99% that's now, that's which wonderful. just made your job that much easier.
5: I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Rolling rain or shine. Rolling rain or shine, yes. And, and, we, and we've done it before. We've rolled we've in done snow. It. We've yeah. done it in the snow. We'll do it again, I'm sure. As long as there's no tornadoes or lightning, we're pretty good. So right. I don't think we're going to have any of that. So we'll be fine. I
3: we're think fine. this is going to make people go, I'm, we're going.
1: Yes.
5: We're
3: going. I mean, why, we're what going else are you to have fun.
1: Right. Just put on the rain poncho yeah. and get out there and enjoy. And I mean, we all tailgate here
5: in the north. And so. Bring your tent out there, and like,
3: especially if you know in advance. It's not like you're out there and then it starts raining and you go ah, and right. you're not prepared. Mm-hmm.
1: You, you can know. go
5: out there and what out what there. they call them their frog togs and rain boots and yeah. bring your tent, pop it up. I mean,
1: mm-hmm. have a good time and you're good to go. Yeah. Um, you guys will be. This is the only part I don't like for y'all. is cause your costumes are so gorgeous. Yes. Now you'll probably have to wear ponchos over the yes, costumes. we're all so kind we, of trying to figure that out. We might, <laughs> we might miss a little bit of the great costumes this yes, year.
5: Yes, which makes it sad. So,
1: but, but there is some,
3: some people can still enjoy tonight. Looks like we're, you're going to be okay for the float loading.
5: Yes. Tonight's float loading is much better than last year's float loading is. So, I mean, the high, I think today's 71. Oh,
3: I'm, I know it's <laughs> going
5: to be beautiful. Now you have a VIP
1: ticket for tonight that starts at four. Correct. Four,
5: yes. So we still have a couple of tickets available. You can purchase them on cruisesentar. dot org. It's our Lane Yap VIP package. Um, you get an hour early access to our float loading. You'll get a private tour with our events coordinator. And you'll get specialty beads, T-shirt. You'll get to see some of the floats. And you'll land that good parking spot before the public starts getting there. Did you hear that? The great
1: <laughs> parking spot before it gets slammed up there. Yes. And then float, float loading at 5 today. Yes, 5 to 9. you got food vendors. This is the great time to bring the kids out to see the floats get yes. up close. So
5: this is a really great time. I know that um a lot of friends I have that have kids, you know, bringing them to the parade. It's a little scary. It's a lot of people, a lot of moving parts. So this is a really great time to bring your little ones out there. We're going to have face painting, food trucks. Our bead room will be open too, so if you want to buy some different beads that we have in there, you can do that as well. Um, we'll have a lot of floats that will be pulled out in the parking lot, so they'll be lit up, they'll be turned on. The float members will be out there, so it'll be a good time for you to see the floats up close and personal and...
3: And when you do the VIP, you actually get, don't you get to go up into yes, the float? You, you can get see to how go the floats. on the floats. You yeah, can kind of
5: see the inside of it. Yeah. So it's a little bit different than inside when it's open baseball. To the
3: public. And you can actually see the bathroom that you guys have on <laughs> yes, the float. Yes.
5: They do have bathrooms. bathrooms. Yes. On you know, some of those floats have a men and women's bathroom. Yes. And they I are love. very nice. With like, a shower we have some and very,
3: and, and <laughs> now no showers, area. but
5: sinks and working toilets. Yes. Like,
1: we've got some very, smart and creative people. <laughs> we, folks don't realize how big Centaur is. It's if huge. not the biggest, it might be one of the biggest in the state of Louisiana. Yes, it is. You've got 70 70- Units, I believe, mm-hmm. in this parade, and yes. they're all going tomorrow. It's going to be some marching bands. There'll be yes. all kind of stuff, right? Yes.
3: So you were able to keep all the ancillary units, like the marching yes. bands, as far and as drill we know, teams? right
1: now. Yeah, everything is still rolling. So um, we haven't had any news yet that anybody's backed out. So that is so exciting. You're starting from uh, Lake Street on the Clyde Fant Parkway. Right. Yes, there's a family zone there by Stoner, correct?
5: Yes, this is a family zone. Um, it's right there by Stoner, where it's been. Forever, mm-hmm. I feel like. So it's still there. And there'll be no alcohol in that area. No, no alcohol there. Um, we, they do have, I know they're going to have EMS and they will have Shreveport police will have one of their major like staging units there. So don't try
1: and get tricky. Yes, exactly. <laughs> what are the, uh, some of the secrets to catching the good stuff? How do I make you throw me a teddy bear?
5: I mean, the better the sign, the creative, like something funny, make us laugh. And the further back, like, you know, that's how we're going to throw because we're going to keep everybody away from the floats. Mm-hmm. So creative signs, we love it when, you know, they take the laundry baskets and they have something funny and try to aim and hit it. Um, it's really fun.
1: So, Okay. What about all the people that want to walk right up against the float? Now, we see some of y'all handing them stuff. It I happens mean, sometimes.
5: It does, but it is a no-no. Right. So I would highly, I would highly recommend that you not get up close to the float. Um, you know, we spend a lot of time and a lot of our hard-earned money painting and designing these floats. So when, you know, the crowd gets up on the float and tears it apart, you know, that's a concern. Also, too, just safety as well. Like the floats, they are moving. They're moving at a slow rate, but still, like, you could get injured. So it's really not worth getting up that mm. close to
3: them. <laughs> Most of them are trailers, right? Pulled by trucks, is that right? They're kind of pick wheels? Or, they, or do you actually drive, is there a driver on the float?
5: So there's. they're pulled and I by a this truck. For a
3: reason. They are, okay, they yes. are? right. they are
5: pulled by a truck. Now, I don't know all of the engineering parts mm-hmm. of it, but they are built on, I guess, essentially a trailer. Okay. But, yeah, but they're very heavy. But the How?
3: driver can't always see if somebody no, falls. Exactly. If a kid falls... And, and because the crowds are around, he doesn't know to stop.
5: No. So we do um, try. They, I know that we do keep, you know, walkers and some kind of security along the way to kind of keep their eye out um, and kind of try to encourage the crowd to back away from the floats.
1: So It looks like the parade will be done before darkness. But what is your advice? What are some tips to people that are coming to the parade I mean, behave, right? I mean, essentially. Yes, just
5: behave, y'all. Really and truthfully, you know, just kind of be kind to the people around you. Some people have purchased their own porta-potties and they have their places marked off. So unless you're friends with them, like... Don't be that person that's, you know, bringing everybody to somebody else's bathroom. Uh, it happens, y'all, like every year. No,
3: and some of them are roped off. And yes, they're back especially in the corner as, and Yes, especially corner And it's like, I, I've seen that. In, in, oh, we put
1: a padlock on ours. And you, and yeah. You have to come yeah. to the key yes. to get in the bathroom. To get in there. I mean, it's terrible, but you do it. I mean,
5: especially in the duck pond. Like, they do purchase and reserve those spots. So, mm-hmm. you know, just to be mindful of your neighbors. um, You know, keep an eye on your kids. You know, especially that's a large crowd, so you know, we don't need anybody running away or get caught by floats and what we seem to <laughs> have
3: a- lost just respect for your fellow humans. Yes, yes,
1: exactly. Now if it is a rainy day and the crowds are thinner than normal, mm-hmm. the people that are there are gonna get a lot yes, of stuff. So
5: your chances of getting the good stuff just went up really high, so <laughs> that's
1: exciting. <laughs> Centaur rolls tomorrow, two forty five. A float loading is this evening, 4 o'clock for the VIPs, 5 o'clock for uh, everybody else. Yes, and ma'am. the 5 o'clock is free. Come on down. Yes, 5 o'clock it's free, so come on down. Come Christina
3: on a- Morris, crew of Centaur, thank you for coming up. Thank
5: you so much.
3: And uh, uh, happy Mardi Gras. Happy Mardi Gras. We les, made it. Yes, in the bon temps roule. Mike and McCarty, 1017 FM, 710 Kiel.
0: Back with more of Mike and McCarty on 1017 FM and 710 Kiel.
3: Aaron, we've been doing this, uh, and 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 by this I mean radio, mm-hmm. a long time. You've been a journalist. You're an. I don't claim to be a journalist. Let me let me state that. Mm. Um, but uh, I I I have I I am a stickler for grammar, spelling. Sure. When I was growing up, even even you know pronunciations. Uh I, yeah, I was born in Shreveport, right I lived here all my life, but I don't sound like this, because yeah. my mom when I was growing up, you know this and I'm holding it in my hand is a pen, it's not a pen, it's a pen. it ain't yeah. a pen it's a pen, and so that's how I grew up right and but spelling was also something that was <laughs> and it's important and with but with journalists, Aaron, there's no excuse. With spell check and autocorrect, we you you (laughs) tell for those who who didn't missed it this morning you you came across a road sign one of the electronic road signs
1: yeah and it's a typo I mean nobody would have spelled this name they spelled on the on the digital board the word closed was spelled C L O E S D And it was just a typo. Somebody's fingers typing fat. And and I get that. And I, you know, but I called to say, hey, you know, correct the digital bill. And I feel silly calling, but I know, I know the people that work at DOTD, they would want it fixed. Right. They don't want it out there like that for people to blow them up on the radio or on. Social media or something? Yeah,
3: if you got home and you found something in your teeth and you go, really? Nobody could tell me? Yes. Hey, get that out of your teeth?
1: Or you're walking around all day with your fly undone and nobody <laughs> said a word? No,
3: i got to check. I yeah. What
1: kind of friends do
3: you have? So they, I'm sure they go, thank you for letting us know. Sure. But we got a message on the Shreveport Security Systems message board, and I just love this, Angie. She says, I'm always finding errors in the news app's articles. Last week I was reading the truancy report and it said part of the truancy problem was due to homeliness.
1: Homeliness instead oh. of
3: homelessness.
1: Oh wow! Okay. And she says,
3: "My husband said those poor homely children didn't want to be made fun of at school." Oh gosh! I've reported the issue before, and when someone called me back, she wanted to know which article, the date, etc. But I made the complaint weeks earlier, so I wasn't even sure. Oh, she made me feel like a moron for reporting it, mm. so I won't complain to them anymore. Yeah, I'll just let them be
1: morons. <laughs> that's just sad
3: homeliness is a big problem it is
1: it's a big problem it really is (laughs) so terrible so terrible oh my goodness but you know
3: back in the day you used to have to know what you were doing Mm -hmm. to get a job right at the at the stations you know Mm -hmm. what i mean
1: oh absolutely you had to be able to write. You have to submit sure. a writing sample, especially at you
3: know at the news sta- and the t v stations mm-hmm. you didn't just start at one of the larger stations
1: no, 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 no,
3: and in radio God, i I'm sure I know you remember I had to get an f c c license, yep, I had to take a dead gum test, yes and be, and be licensed mm-hmm. because you couldn't have a radio station that was broadcasting be unmanned. Right. There had to be somebody in the control
1: room somebody at the radio it. station mm-hmm. 24 hours a day. Yep. Absolutely. That was the way it was. It's changed a lot now, but you still have to be competent for crying out loud. Right. It's just sad. It really is sad.
3: We got a message said, why do y'all say Jordan instead of Jordan? That's, that's, that's just, just a, a local Port. pronunciation. Yeah. That's, that's, a that's how thing. it's pronounced.
1: Yeah. That's that's just the way it is. I agree
3: too because it's not. And and I made the comment one time years ago. I I said something on the air at another radio station. And I'm talking late 70s. Mm -hmm. And I said Jordan. And the the PD came in. The program director at the time came in. It's Jordan. Jordan, I I said, Uh well, it's not, you know, Michael Jordan. Right. You don't (laughs) say Burden Milk. Yeah. It's Borden. It's Jordan. I know. Well, that's how they say it here. Like
1: it's a Louisiana thing. H e b e r t. It's not Hebert.
3: Not Hebert. That's right. In Louisiana,
1: it's a <laughs> bear. We just have some things that just are, <laughs> they just are are what they are. Right. And Jordan is one of them. It just is what it is. Yeah. Oh, so for what it's worth, anyway. Can't,
3: right. Uh, earlier this morning, we got a chance to talk with Speaker of the House Mike Johnson. Uh, so good to talk to him again. And if you missed that conversation, well, hold on. We'll do that after the local news. Mike and McCarty, 1017 FM, 710keel.com.
0: Get back to the show with Mike and McCarty on 1017 FM and 710 Kiel.
3: We got a chance to talk to the Speaker of the House Haven't been able to talk to Mike Johnson since that uh, wonderful day when he uh, got the gavel. Hear from him coming up just after the break. Mike and McCarty, 1017FM, 710keel.com.
0: More breaking news and trending talk with
3: Mike and McCarty
0: on 1017FM and 710keel.
3: Well, it is an honor to have Congressman Mike Johnson, Speaker of the House on the Jack Spring Electric Newsmaker Hotline, Mike and McCarty. Uh, Speaker, good morning, sir. Good to hear you guys' voices. morning. Thank you so much for uh, taking time out. Uh, your life has changed just a little bit since we spoke last, hasn't it?
4: Uh, it's been pretty surreal, guys. Right now I'm in a motorcade in New York City. <laughs> I was in D.C. last night. Um, it it never ends. I mean, it's just a, a nonstop, um, really surreal experience. This is, I think, the 100th day since I was handed the and In some ways, it feels like 10 years.
1: <laughs> wow. Biggest uh, surprise during those 100 days?
4: Well, I think the biggest initial surprise was the, really, the the full scope of what the Speaker of the House is responsible for. I sort of had a sense of it, but you really can't appreciate it until they hand you that gavel. It just everything changes. And and I went from having you know 19 employees that cut you know our, all of our work for the Louisiana's fourth congressional district, our 16 parishes, uh, to over 100 just overnight. And there's there's five different divisions of the Speaker's office. I mean, it, it, you control everything from the actual Capitol grounds to the you know, the, the legislative agenda, the, the fundraising responsibilities, I mean, all of it, you know, member management. <laughs> right now, y'all, we have the smallest majority in the history of the United States Congress. Right. I have a one vote majority. <sighs> so, um, you know, half my day is spent as speaker of the house and the other half is, I like to joke, as mental health counselor. So I <laughs> sit down with all of my colleagues and friends and I say, how can we help you be a success today to stay on the team? You know, it, it's, um, it's a wild ride, but I'm enjoying it.
1: Your one vote majority might change <laughs> as you well know the mm. new district lines in louisiana will probably mean that the garrett graves district will probably be a democrat um i know that's a kind of a struggle for garrett who's your friend um that leaves you very i mean you're you're gonna, not gonna have you're a in margin a no-win
4: situation yeah well yeah so that that would first of all i, I i suspect there will be additional litigation about our lines in louisiana so that may not be finally determined we'll all have to see um the courts will sort it out um but uh you know we're going into an election cycle that i'm actually very bullish on i believe we're going to grow our republican majority in the house substantially because we have extraordinary candidates across the country that we're challenging in these democrat held seats um all of our incumbents are running really strong so I think when we start the next Congress next January, a year from now, I think it'll be a a very different picture. I also think the Republicans are, we're going to win back control of the Senate, and I'm convinced that President Trump is going to be reelected president. So it'll be a totally different ballgame a year from now. We just have to get through this valley.
3: Mike, when uh, you and I have known each other for a long time, I watched the vote uh, for you becoming speaker. I watched it live, and I have to be honest, the, the longer the vote went on, Every time your name was called, I, I started tearing up. I My, my throat got tight. Um, I was like, this is a God thing. This Because there had been so much dissension leading up to that. I was very disappointed in Hakeem Jeffries introducing you. Um, I, I didn't think that displayed much class. But I was very proud. Uh, congratulations. I haven't had a chance to tell you that. and uh, And
4: we're very proud for you. Well, thanks, Mike. I appreciate that so much. It, it's this is not a job that I ever aspired to. You know, um, our, our dear friend and brother Steve Scalise, of course, was the second Republican in the House. He's our majority leader, and and I tried really hard when Kevin McCarthy got removed to 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 help Steve get elected Speaker. And then mm-hmm. after him, my... like the guy who's like my mentor in the House, Jim Jordan. I mean, and then. know that didn't happen and so i sat back and and tried to get the more senior republican conservatives to the to the post and they just couldn't get it done so it fell to me you know so that that opening speech you referenced i mean hakeem jeffries got up and you know he's the democrat leader in the house and he introduced me and he did the standard thing you know the standard thing in washington Mm -hmm. right now is that both sides just beat each other up all the time you know and and i just felt like we needed to do something different look i'm a i'm a lifelong committed conservative everybody knows that but i don't hate anybody on the other side i, I want to convince arguments are right and the best way to do that is to is to have thoughtful debate and discussion i mean that's what the founding fathers intended for this system and i'm trying to get back to that so you know we're, and we're the trying fact to you the
3: didn't give it back to him also was was a proud moment
1: founding fathers mike also um gave the states sovereignty Texas is having a monster problem right now with illegal immigration. It doesn't seem to be ringing any bells of warning among the Democrats. Where are we on this? This is a problem that Americans want fixed. We've got more than half the states now are coming to the aid of Texas.
4: Aaron, it's a catastrophe. There's no other way to say it. I, I was on the phone with Governor Greg Abbott of Texas just two days ago, and I told him, we stand with you. I mean, he is doing his responsibility. The first job of the government is to protect its citizens, and, and the federal government under under Joe Biden is obstructing that. They have intentionally opened the southern border. I, I, my office, and I we documented 64 actions that President Biden has taken since the day he walked into the Oval Office, I mean, literally, beginning on the first day, to open the border wide and send out the welcome mat to the entire, you know, world, and so now we've got, we've since he took office, we've had seven point one million illegal uh, encounters at the southern border, uh-huh. at least two million known gotaways, three hundred fifty suspects on the terrorist watch list. We've got fentanyl as the leading cause of death now among Americans age eighteen to forty-five. I mean, you know, the cartels are making billions in human trafficking. It's just. It's just absolute madness. And the president, President Biden right now, could take executive order this morning as we're speaking to reverse that. And he will not do it. And I think he's going to pay a heavy price in this election, so I go for it.
3: But there has to be legal action that, that somebody could take for him going against the Constitution of the United States.
4: Well, you're going to see that next week. I mean, we're we're impeaching the Secretary of Homeland Security, Mayorkas. I mean, he is the architect of this thing. He is a willful accomplice. He's Because of that, of course, he's breached the public trust, and he's refused to comply with the existing federal law that Congress has written and passed for many years. I mean, it, it, there hasn't been an impeachment of a Cabinet Secretary since the late 1880s. But desperate times call for desperate measures. This guy has lied to Congress. He's violated his oath. We have no other... Recourse, but to remove him from office. And so that will start. And meanwhile, you're going to see me continue to just beat the drums and remind the American people that President Biden is completely derelict in his duty. And I have told him this myself, guys. They won't, by the way, they won't allow me to meet with him in person right now. I've been requesting that for two weeks his staff won't allow me to sit across the table with him. I'm the speaker of the house. I should be able to sit wow. down with him.
1: Now you were at a prayer, re- a prayer re- you were at a prayer breakfast with him yesterday or day before. You're right next to him y'all are holding hands. It looks like y'all is has he lost some of his faculties? Can you really answer that or do you not want to go there?
4: listen I, I i'll i'll just say this as charitably as i am able you know every, everyone ages differently i mean i you know my father-in-law is 82 years old and he acts like he's 60 he works mm-hmm. you know 12 hour days i mean he's, he's a, a healthy guy in webster Parish. you know living a great life but, but, but president biden is not he is obviously not on his a-game he he's he's become feeble and weak and that's how he's seen on the world stage and it's dangerous for our country and that's why our adversaries are being so provocative we have to we as reagan used to remind us we maintain peace through strength and the commander-in-chief has to protect strength on the world stage and when we don't we're all in trouble and that's the problem we have right now just
3: real quick in our last minute we did get a message asking how is steve scalise we know he was going to have a bone marrow transplant how's he doing
4: you know he's he's doing great. I talk to him almost every day. He's always in great spirits. Steve is a fighter. Um, you know he's had a lot of challenges. He he yes. survived the assassination attempt and all the rest. But he he's healing up well. We expect him to be in February, and I can't wait to see him again. It's it's a, you know it's the first time in history. You guys, that any state has had the top two officers in Congress at the in, in the House at the same time. So the Speaker of the House, Majority Leader, both hail from Louisiana, and that's a really really neat thing.
1: There are still some that are critical of you. Um, Marjorie Taylor Greene, um, are you anticipating that you can weather this storm
4: that's ahead? No, Marjorie's made a lot of noise. She doesn't want Ukraine funding. And so we're fighting on all those issues. And when I left the floor yesterday, she came up and gave me a big hug. And she said, this is going to be your greatest legacy, holding the line on all this stuff. So look, everybody has lots of opinions. I'm keeping everybody together. They, they do, What they know is that I'm, I'm the most conservative person that's ever held the gavel as Speaker, and they, they won't get a better one. But they also know that we've got incredibly difficult political headwinds because, again, we have the smallest margin in U.S. history. So we're never going to get 100 percent of what we want under those circumstances. But we are going to govern and, and stand by our core conservative principles, and that's what I do every single day.
3: Congressman Mike Johnson, Speaker of the House, thank you so much for taking time to talk with us. Uh, we're praying for you. Keep doing God's work. Thank you, my friends. Good to talk to y'all.
1: Thank you, Mike.
3: Mike and McCarty, 1017 FM, 710 Kiel.
0: Big stories of the day with Mike and McCarty on 1017 FM and 710 Kiel.
3: Are you, are you making and I think I know the answer to this. Sausage balls for the Super Bowl?
1: Probably. Yeah. Really? Probably, I, I probably oh, might. I would
3: have thought not.
1: I, I might. I'm, we'll we'll see if I go somewhere. And and my Super Bowl partying days are um, limited to popping in. You know, I'll pop in, <laughs> say hi. Yeah. Um, and then pop out. And I, I might have a cold, you know, cold beer. might drink a brewski or a margarita if you're serving. Now, and then see, I'm going to be I'm gone. not
3: opposed to going to something like that. Mm-hmm if I don't care about the game.
1: Yeah, and that, and that that's and, how and, I am and this that's year. That's how
3: I am with the Super Bowl. Right. I, I, okay, yeah, I'll go to a Super Bowl party because I don't want to watch the game and focus on the game. People go, hey, come over to house. We're going to watch the LSU game. And I'm like, well, no, no you no. don't. You don't watch. I want to watch the game. You want to t- 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 talk and yeah. eat and visit and mm-hmm. watch sorry so i stay home saints games have traditionally been the same way but
1: what about foods um i was surprised and you can see at keelnews.com the top food deliveries in louisiana for the super bowl french fries french Wh- who's ordering french fries to go hey they're not hot when they get there chips
3: in Eng- you know in yeah. england they, they have chips and they'll they'll mm-hmm. get just chips and have chips who has the best chips
1: we also, one of the top foods we order in Louisiana, which I've never heard of, donut holes. Who who serves donut oh, holes? Oh,
3: come on. I've heard of
1: them, but who serves them at a Super Bowl party? Right. I've never seen them at a Super Bowl party. You know, Don't, wings and The thing and about fries. donut holes. I mean, wings and pizza.
3: Like, of course, when I talk about donuts, all I'm ever talking about is Southern made donuts. Okay, so yes, that's yes. all I'm referencing. If mm-hmm. I say donuts, it's Southern made donuts. Right. There are no others. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I'm not. But it, when you get donut holes at Southern made, they're not the hot like no and ever I don't know why why no, you I'm get not. hot donuts in in the box and oh, oh,
1: oh. I'm not a donut but the donut, hole. donut
3: holes they're always on a tray in the cabinet yeah. and you go okay give me you know nah. a box of the donut holes
1: no if I'm at southern maid there's no way I'm ordering donut holes <laughs> it's not happening <laughs> right. i was shocked and this is this list comes to us from asap used to be waiter spinach what artichoke we dip order in shreveport the things that we order in Shreveport for Super Bowl Sunday. Number one on the list: tacos. Really? Who is serving tacos? I don't at a see Super that on Bowl this party? list. Here's Scroll the list. down to the Shreveport. Oh, on Shreveport. Yeah. Okay, I
3: see. Oh, and then there we of, go. Of
1: course, we order boneless wings, burgers, chips and queso, quesadilla. But, are but boneless also, wings wings? See, I think I said, they are.
3: I uh, see. I don't.
1: I don't want a bone in my wing. I really don't. I want to stop it.
3: It's it's in chicken nugget. <laughs> then it's, it's
1: a chicken nugget. It's <laughs> a chicken nugget.
3: I'm sorry. No, I'm not. Why do I keep <laughs> saying I'm sorry?
1: And I have never seen this item at a Super Bowl party, any football party ever that I've ever gone to in my life.
3: I know what you're going to say.
1: Crab Rangoon. Yes. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Love them. But I'm saying what? I've never seen anybody ever serve crab Rangoon's.
1: Message us if you serve crab rangoon at your Super Bowl party. And who are we ordering them from? Right. Oh, I guess all the Chinese restaurants, there's a run on, I'd serve egg rolls. I'd order, you know, give me, give me two dozen egg rolls for my party. I had
3: crab rangoons with lunch yesterday.
1: Who is ordering that waiter? Right to serve at your Super Bowl party? I don't understand. And another one in Louisiana that we ordered to go, which I find the stupidest thing on earth. Why would you ever do this? Because there are horrible fried pickles.
3: No, 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 no,
1: no, 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 no,
3: no, 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 no,
1: no, 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 it's just not a thing for me. I do not like fried. I love pickles, and I'll eat kosher dill pickles all day. I'll eat sweet and sour pickles all day. And I don't want fried pickles. Oh,
3: fried pickles are, oh, they're the greatest.
1: Oh, uh, I just don't get it. I don't understand it. I just don't get who in Louisiana is ordering French fries to go. <laughs> just French fries. That is the worst thing
3: you could ever order to go. I have to order, when I order French fries, like if I go to my favorite, you know, fish place and and get catfish, Mm -hmm. I go, I I want thin and crispy and I want crispy fries. Yes. Don't give me these
1: Mm -mm. soggy,
3: bouncy French fries. And
1: if I'm ordering catfish, like a catfish dinner to go, I'd say, don't give me the fries. Just give me extra hush puppies. Because by the time you get home with the fries... They're cold, and there is nothing worse to eat in the world than cold French fries.
3: Okay, that's where the air fryer does come in here. Ah, okay. You can pop them and lay them out flat. Okay. Pop them in that air fryer, put it on mm. extra air. Yeah. It's oh nice. boy.
1: Bring your ponchos. Stay dry tomorrow if you're going to the parade.
3: Have a great weekend. Mike and McCarty, 1017FM, 710keel.com.